eager Ellen is so eager. Instead of waiting her turn in line, she... Sloppy Susan is so sloppy. Instead of a napkin, she actually prefers a blank. Just like those weird example questions, this week's Snatch Game is all off. Honey, <laughs> yes, everyone is going home. The queens of season 14 attempt their best celebrity impersonations, but unfortunately, they do not make RuPaul laugh. Michelle Visage attempts to investigate what went wrong. And the queens serve holy couture on the runway. Well, some of them do. And it seems like season 14 will continue on and on and on. But hey, it's top eight, right? Top eight. MySpace. Definitely a big episode to discuss this week here on Race Chaser. Let's go. There's something unclean in the war in the milk. <laughs> Forever. Hello. Hello, and welcome back to Race, Race Chaser. Chaser. Oh, on. A podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Race. Drag Race. Starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. My name's Alaska. What's yours? Hi, I'm Willem. I really look forward this episode to finding out what Aubrey Plaza had for breakfast. That is my intention going into this. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, before and we... I want to find out who Expose is. Uh, <laughs> before we can go... Know. But you know who Expose is, right? Yeah, girl group from the 80s. Yes. Uh, and which... If you're talking to RuPaul, the answer is always it's a girl group from the 80s. Yeah, a girl group Just, from the 80s or, um, <laughs> oh yeah, Detox does her. <laughs> Which one? Uh, yeah, them, all of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, before we can go forward, we need to know our past. Um, and last week we had an early sneak peek of DragCon, May 13th through the 15th, 2022, with mm -hmm. special panels on the menses run by yes. the queens. And this is after they showed off their freak side wearing snag tights on their heads and photobombing hunky celebs in the mini challenge. Uh, the category on the runway was shoulder pads and Georgia stumbled on one word and Jasmine Kennedy dressed <laughs> as an old lady. So they were in the bottom. And Bosco snatched another victoire Victory mm -hmm. and a little after an energetic lip sync, Rue decided this season will last far into an Indian summer <laughs> and declared both queens safe to compete for another week. Wow, it keeps on going. Honey. <laughs> um, uh, it takes a licking and keeps on ticking. <laughs> and We're honey, the, these I girls are going to be kicking this week up in Snatch Game. They're going to be. They're, they got their cha-cha heels on, and they're ready to go. They um, are kicking like Lady Camden on the runway. I mean, honey. just kicking, screaming. Um, we join the girls back in the workroom after the lip sync. There's no mirror message. So, Willem, this is great for you, so you don't have to clean. You don't have to be seen cleaning on camera. Uh, put, put away the, um, the fabulosa. <laughs> We don't need it this week. What's Jasmine the, tells what's the OxyClean. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's get that gets those white jock strap straps white again. The OxyClean. Ooh, yeah. Mm. 
Jasmine says, don't put any glass in my powder now, because I'm don't. still here. <laughs> don't spray bleach on my evening gowns. You, don't loosen the stitches so when I pull up the zipper, I can't go on for evening I heard, gown. I heard a new one from um, Ooh, someone wow. in the ballet world. They put glass in the toe shoes. <gasps> yeah. I hate it, bitch. So I'm thinking about that for DQOY. Oh my Just a God. little sprinkle, a little sprinkle of plexi. Um, I would like to take a moment. I want to talk about diabetes. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I diabetes is becoming one of those characters that's so polarizing. Is she? And oh, I thought you meant Deja. Sorry, Daya is becoming polarizing. But it's the also, edit. Also, their names are. Strikingly similar. <laughs> Thank I mean, God they're not. Oh wait, never mind. I'll be quiet. Well, Di- Diabetti is becoming a really polarizing character. She is stepping into the lane of villain, and she's doing it with gusto. And she's not looking back. She's not censoring herself. She's not editing herself. And I want to applaud her for this because it's not an easy road to take to be the sort of cunty narrator of the season, but we need it. She's just saying how she really feels. And I get it. This yes. is a competition. She's being honest. She's in the chair. Um, her her eyes must be hooked to some sort of motor that keeps them rolling constantly back in her head. Rolling. <laughs> we're going to take the beginning of this, uh, this uh, reading session and we're going to take it nice and easy. <laughs> Then we're going to roll our eyes back in our head like diabetes. (laughs) Yes. She's irritated. There's still eight girls. Eye roll of the century. And then she's like, the lipstick wasn't even that good. (laughs) Honest, I feel like Daya and I could sit down with each other and we'd agree on everything. (laughs) Other than the fact that like she should smile more when she's talking shit about these people. Because oh, okay. the 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 way that she drew her lips this week, where she cuts off the corners, it makes her look like she's sucking a whole fucking grove of lemons. If you want to talk sucking lemons, Deja Sky sucks a little lemon right here. <laughs> well, De- Deja Deja is kind of plucked that she did not get a seat on the couch because her shoulders are so big. But also. <laughs> I have um, a problem myself. Yeah. Also, she did not win, and she thought this could have been her week. And Bosco even says that to her. My thing is, you know, Deja's crying in the chair and stuff. Baby, you should have put on a nail. Because Bosco came out in a little scoochie top, an exposed corset, a thong, and a Carmen Trandiego jacket, and she scooped it. And Deja, with those shoulders and with that, that main performance challenge, you could have scooped it too. But baby, I think you needed a nail. Okay, the power of the acrylic nail. Honestly, if she had some nails tapping so she could do a TTT clap for the girls, that gets all the judges going because they're like, oh, look at her nails. She's (laughs) clapping for the girls. You know, but she couldn't. She couldn't make her hands a focus. She didn't even put on a a, a signet ring or a, you know, a statement (laughs) piece. I love her. I think she's great. But this is. And it's crazy because she's the oldest one at 31 on this season. Ancient. Oh, my God. Just retire at the, uh, 31. Oh, she should oh know. God. She should know. <laughs> Could you imagine? I mean, I guess we were all young little chickens when we were on. I was so 29. It's, it's, what were you? Like 20? I was like 27, I think. So, like, I get it. That's the age range of the Rue Girl on, on flagship season. Yeah, it's okay. Um, uh, this Do- is <laughs> they uh, 
They get into the workroom the next day. I, we're getting down to the top eight, guys. This <laughs> is the top eight, you guys. I don't think you can call it the, like, you have to cut the the original number in half. And then if it's less sure. than the half, then you can call it the top. But right now, y'all are the bottom eight, not the top eight. Okay. Or you're just not the bottom six. Right. Wait, no, this is hard math. I ain't doing it. Never mind. Hard. I'm looking for something hard and white. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like any number higher than six, you can't really say top. You know what? We are the top 14, you guys. <laughs> and there has never been a tighter group. It could be any one of us. You know what I well, mean? We we have to mention that these girls are sitting on their little tuffets, feeling very proud of themselves, saying... <laughs> We are some of the best of the best. Like, honestly, we were just so good they couldn't send anybody home. Honestly. Not knowing that RuPaul has a little um, a little round robin cooking up in her brain. She's like, you know what? I want to see all these girls twirl for me. <laughs> twirl, girl. Give a twirl. Give, give a, a twirl, twirl. Give a twirl. Give a twirl. Um, um, for sure. And Jasmine Kennedy is going off. She's speaking and speaking. And the the alarm just cuts her off. These producers no are having a good time. Shut up, Jasmine Kennedy. <laughs> if you don't, put an alarm on. Mm. Uh, the video message says, well, you do it better than me. Now, I don't mean to get precious, but you better be prepared to share your flavor because, oops, we're doing it again. And yes, this bitch is recording because, ooh, shut, shut up. up. <laughs> what could it mean? Ooh, RuPaul, comes, of us. RuPaul comes into the workroom and she says that the mini challenge, first of all, this jacket, this fully stoned leopard jacket looking like Disco Mother. Daddy or the Lone Stoner touched it with their crystals. Mother, can I borrow? It's so good. Please. RuPaul says the mini challenge is going to be based on pop art using nothing but bubble wrap uh, inspired by the bubbly sparkling water flavors. Girl. The queens have 30 minutes mm. to get in a quick drag before they walk the bubble wrap red carpet. The 30 minutes, that's, I've never, I've never heard 30 minutes. I've always heard 15 or 20, but I've never yeah. heard 30. The well, sponsor said, we want these girls dolled up. We honey. want them to look right. <laughs> get out there Fair and make enough. it look that's good. good. <laughs> uh, the, well, you know, this mini challenge really made me crack a smile. <laughs> bubbly, bubbly sparkling water. The, Crack a smile. I watched the pit stop and there was this very uh, sponsored moment because, and they both had to be like, what What part of this mini challenge made you crack a smile? And they used that phrase and they both said it because it was sponsored, because the pit stop was also sponsored by Bubbly Sparking Water. Georges, Georges looks- What part looks, of this made you crack a smile? <laughs> the part of this that made me crack a smile was the photographer. He's the one that the girls all married- <laughs> He's the one that married Maxine. Um, he's so beautiful. I was talking to him earlier, but I forgot his name. Um, well, um, do you think he's really a photographer? Because <laughs> he is so talented. Um, most photographers I know wear shoes and less <sighs> body oil. But I mean, the the way that the way these pictures are turning out, I mean. Who I, do you I, think the real photographer was? I you feel mean the person the, behind him? <laughs> the, right, the person behind him just did like you know plain 
plain normal clothes and they're like, we're not going to show you on camera. <laughs> you know? um, I think you know better than everybody that there is no real photographer. It's just uh, screen grabs. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, bitch. Wow. How many times have you done this show? I don't know. Seven. Everyone decided to tag me on Instagram and Twitter <laughs> as Lady Camden. You think? Girl, everybody has this Wigs by Tips video or wig. And whenever we wear it, everybody tags each other. Nina West, me, It Renee, is very you. Huh? We all have that hair. You've worn that hair. You wore it in the, in the pink tape challenge. Uh, I, I believe you. That, that mini challenge where I wore all red? I saw red? Oh, yes. I think it inspired your album? I thought it did, definitely. I thought she looked like a little pound cake. Lady Camden <laughs> did. That made me crack a smile. I thought um, she looked very Hannah Montana. I thought um, Angeria looked beautiful. Uh, we love uh, panel, like, color blocking, the red hair. We did a challenge very similar to this. And I have to say, it's not easy to construct. And they had to, like, get into hair and makeup or some semblance of hair and some semblance of makeup <laughs> in 30 minutes. So, like, that's not a very long time. And the dresses look proper. Every garment looks pretty good. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're all kind of, don't look at them from the back. Most of them probably. Oh, well, that's true. And I mean, Angeria had a side split, you know, and Georges's whole ass was out. Yeah. This is the moment where RuPaul says to Georges, Camden, and Angeria, uh, y'all look like expose. And they're like, uh-huh. What is that? But honestly, they're all girls in their 20s. They don't know. They yeah. think old school is like salt and pepper. But right. there's even more old school before that school. Yeah. And girl, RuPaul's just like, I should retire. <laughs> but I hope she Don't never retire, does. RuPaul. I hope she never does. Well, you have to keep teaching the children. The girls pop, are pop the thorns and feed the children. The girls are dropping it like it's um break time. The girls yes. are gonna take a break. They're not doing very well, so they're gonna take a break. Why don't we take a break and go Google expose? Let's Google something in the milk ain't clean, because I don't get that reference. Yet Rue is pushing it through. Because Bosco is a chocolate syrup. Is it? And you put it in, like, milk to make chocolate milk. The fuck? Yeah. Yes. I've never heard Bosco! of that. Bosco! Bosco! Yes, it's a chocolate syrup. Oh. Let's take a break. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days and it's important to stand out. Good web design will engage your audience. You know it's true. Right, and the business needs a website to feel real. And that's why Squarespace is so important. The good people at Drag Queen of the Year use it with great success. It's true, we did. We said we need a website and we need it fast. And guess what? Squarespace is fast and it looks really good. You don't have to know code or anything. Yeah, Squarespace has Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system. It's never been easier. Start with a best in class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. Plus, you can easily sell your products on an online store. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, 
Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. And the analytics are detailed and very helpful. Learn where your site visits are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. You can even build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. They've got it all. So check out squarespace.com slash drag for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code DRAG, drag. to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag. Much like Willem after this weekend, uh, Willow can't walk in her look. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> did did you see any standouts? Because I I personally enjoyed when Jasmine's wig fell off and she was gooptasiaed. Um It was very funny. So I th- funny. I thought that maybe she might win. A, uh, Aquarius. Oh, sorry. Bosco was dressed as Aquarius workroom entrance. Yeah. People uh, people uh, noticed online. Yes. Daisha uh, looked great. Who? I think Bosco was yeah. right in her win. I thought she presented it well. She loves getting them cakes out, honey. Well, honey, why not? It she said hot and fresh out the oven. Um, I have to say I also really like Deja's presentation. Me she too. took a very specific time period and delivered it top to toe. Like she was the little gloves that went with it. It was very Madonna wannabe. The makeup was very that too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought she did really great. And Diabetes' little tiny ponytail is fierce. Did she lose the other one? A bit, maybe, maybe she's just <laughs> tried one because she had two, and then she she was like, "Where was that? Oh, I will just do the one." It and fell off in the van. <laughs> she, she put it on at like one fifteen. It was just per- it was the perfect little pepper ponytail. I loved it. Um, Dia looked great. Bosco won this challenge, and she did. Uh, RuPaul announces. Did she win anything? Like $2,500? Girl, I need... We need some RuPaul reparations because I won three mini challenges and I got zero ducats. We didn't get shit. We just had to choose the order of the roast. I'm mad and I'm going to walk right across the street as soon as we're done and tell them. Tell them how I feel. Harumph. If you can get past the security guard, God bless you. (laughs) Honey, I bring muffins. They know me. Um, the the maxi challenge is announced to be Snatch Game. Um, do, Bos- do, do, do. Bosco shares some never-before-known information that celebrity impersonation is actually a huge part of drag history. Um, yes. And it's how many queens got their start. Um, yes. I'm, gl- I'm glad RuPaul's Drag Race gave us that backstory because otherwise we would have never known. Like, See, many queens used to do Diana Ross or Marilyn Monroe. Mm. See, I wanted to be Lena Horne. And if you don't know what that's from, you need to watch Paris is Burning, please. Well, I'm kind of mixing quotes because I started out as Jackie B uh, from Wigstock, the original. And she's like, yeah, people used to do like, a lot of people do like, oh, they're going to impersonate Diana Ross or Marilyn Monroe. But I just do my own thing. I invented that. Yeah. Something like that. I'm paraphrasing. I saw Jackie. Um, she did this amazing thing. She was um never mind. That wasn't her. Um okay. <laughs> uh, so Georges is doing the workroom first. RuPaul's doing her little check-ins, and she says that she's planning to do Alana Glazer. 
<sighs> who's a giant fan of Drag Race, who's been a judge, I think. And RuPaul says, okay, what are your backups? And she says, <laughs> Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza and Selena. And Ru yeah. wants to see some Aubrey Plaza. And Georges can't come up with anything. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> which, which for me is weird because Aubrey Plaza has this thing before she speaks. She gives like this deadpan look into your soul. Like, did you really ask me that? So she could have yeah. used that, taken a moment, and actually come up with an answer. But like the nerves... It's like they go straight to her mouth and don't stop for a minute in her brain to process. Um, some some girls are just not good on the spot. But Rue gives her a pep talk about channeling her lip sync energy into other challenges and yeah. trying to stay out of her head. But I yeah. feel like being in your head would have actually helped. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, improv is difficult and it's sort of like letting go and just sort of go like flowing with the like with the energies and the moment you stop to like overanalyze then it, you like block the channel and it stops it stops working so but like Aubrey Plaza would be a difficult character I think Alana Glazer is an incredibly difficult character I I think George should have done Salila's yeah, I th- I think that would have been a wonderful opportunity for her. But anything um, for Selena's. Anything for Selena's. Um, um, Daya is planning to do Ozzy Osbourne. Um, and uh, what do you think of Ru- Rue's advice on this? Because I think it's kind of strange. What the the way that Daya's agreeing with her on things, it doesn't feel like. You know, you have to agree with Rue, but the advice feels false. What. <laughs> Excuse me. Which advice? Bless you. Bless you. Just the part where she's like, Rue Ru telling Daya to love Ozzy like she loves Crystal Method. And Crystal Method is the last thing that Ru, that Daya wants to hear in her head right now. Girl, because that's all she's been getting. They know. They know what they're doing. You know how you're always getting compared to Crystal Method? Just do that with Ozzy Osbourne. And you'll be great. Like, I, I don't understand the advice, but RuPaul's trying to get what she wants to see out of it. And I understand it's her show, so she should. So I'm not saying it's wrong advice, but... Um, yeah, and, you, you are saying it's wrong advice. It's not my show. I'm, I'm just saying... I'm, I'm just saying what would help be helpful to me if I was that person. It's not my show. What if it's it was her show, her show. rules. What Girl, if it was your show? I'll have my own show eventually. It'll be great. It'll be on... It'll be on the CCTV every time you walk into Walmart. For today's uh, micro mini challenge, mm-hmm. popper you'll be, slap. You'll be wearing a Mew Mew skirt while popper slapping <laughs> and trolling your friends on the internet. Um, I'm surprised yeah, that Angeria was allowed to do <laughs> Tammy Brown because I thought we weren't allowed to do Rue Girls anymore. Well, honey, if you are funny enough and if RuPaul likes you enough, you are allowed to do whatever the literal fuck you want. Truth. And that's on factoid. And Angeria says the real essence of Tammy is the kookiness. Yes. Um, Although Tammy hates being called kooky. Does she? Is she not a kooky girl? She's very like, everyone calls me kooky. I'm not kooky. That is not how I am. (laughs) She really isn't. This. Do you want me to tell you about the time I saw a dead body? Right. Exactly. Like, where was that? Where was. There were so many Tammy things. That yeah. Tammy Tidbits, which did not make it. And she was just doing the Tammy thumbs. And... Tammy Tidbits. <laughs> oh, God. The good old days. Um, Rue is trying to get into Angeria's head, 
even though she yes this Tammy Brown uh, moment. She said, you've won two yes. challenges early on and nonsense. Shade and reading. Shade like, comes from reading. Shade comes from reading. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Rotted. Um, yeah, no, anything to, anything to get underneath the girl's skin and make them start second guess their whole ass life. That's what the walkthroughs are for. Honestly. Um, and Jasmine Kennedine is, uh, Jasmine Kenamine is no different. She's doing Betsy DeVos yet again, another perplexing character choice. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, I get it because it was filmed last year. And like, I I do think I do think it's a great choice because she could have been like her the, it could have been so many things, it so many been. things. It could have been, been so beautiful. <laughs> and Jasmine's like, I'm gonna do it like an evangelical woman uh, meets uh, this this and this. Does that make sense? Oh. And there'll be a surprise accent. And too. RuPaul's like, No, that doesn't make sense, but work. I think RuPaul might have like an inkling of hope that the the thing that made Jasmine's uh, The Winds of Daytona performance work so well might be also in Snatch Game. Like this weird, quirky, like off the rails, doesn't know what she's doing, it, but it's so good, so bad it's good. RuPaul yeah. says her performance was so bad it was good in the other thing, so maybe she's hoping that for this. But yeah. I, I feel like this is more of a minute type of uh, more scrutinized performance because with the Winds of Daytona, they edited it up to be amazing. They took your best take. But with Snatch Game, it's a one-take wonder moment, you know? Totally. And words on the page, being handed a script and then doing it is way different than you make it up right now on the spot. That's way harder, I think. Well, I, I think that a lot of these girls could have prepared themselves a little better and had some stock answers made. I worked with one of the girls on season 14 to come up with answers for Snatch Game and the reading challenge and stuff. And I didn't see any of them in there. But, like, I also didn't see girls that I thought had pre-planned answers that were actually funny. Like, I saw yeah. some girls obviously had some bits planned, but I didn't think they were funny. But yeah. um, Rue loves Deja's choice of Little John for Snatch Game. Yeah. And she, Deja gets it. She says, I'm just going to make stuff up because Rue wants to laugh. That's the name of the game. And I love that RuPaul keeps saying Little John. That's like <laughs> yeah. Little Heart Kim. Teams. No, she said Little John once. on the uh, Right after right after she said it, she said Lil. And did you see Lil Kim this I weekend? I love Little Kim and I adore <laughs> Little John. Why hasn't Kim been a judge? I don't know, but how sickening. Ugh, I was invited to a party this weekend and I didn't go. And Kim was doing a pop-up for this stylist birthday. And then I saw later that Simone and Gigi were all there anyway. So I'm glad I didn't go because they're prettier and younger. <laughs> so Then why do you hang out with me all the time? <laughs> <laughs> Is this a trick question? <laughs> Is I mean, I feel like it's caught before the whore. This is good. Wait, no, horse before the whore. That didn't work. Like Damn it. Um, what do it's you like think, a lady? It's like a golden girl. Never mind. I'm not even. It's too long. It's yeah. a golden girl story. The whole scene, trivial pursuit yeah, card. Blanche is like trying to find a new roommate, and she's like, I don't know. She was too pretty, and the other one was too young. And the girls, the other girls are like, it's like you want to live with women who have no sex appeal whatsoever. <laughs> 
Um, um uh, <laughs> Lady <laughs> Lady Camden. Lady Cumdon. Lady Cumdon. Lady Cumd in. Um <laughs> Is doing Joanna Lumley meets William Shakespeare. Um, I I love her William Shakespeare choice, but yeah. it's just like Beethoven, um, Queen Elizabeth, <laughs> Prince. Um, yeah, did did one of the girls in the interview chair? She's like, oh yeah, she's playing Bach or Tchaikovsky Beethoven. or something. Beethoven. <laughs> and I'm just like, were you not there the whole time? I get it that like. The front row girls have a totally different game than the back row girls because the front row girls mm. can't see what the back row girls are doing. So we have a chance to get one over on everybody. And also we have access to the first round of answers because with this Correct. game, if somebody already gives your answer and you try to make a joke about the same kind of subject, you, you need to switch the it. answer. You should um, change it. They don't always do that, as we will see. Yeah. Um, but live from Hollywood, California. Live from Television City in Hollywood, California. Girl, you know they're in Sun Valley. Stop <laughs> why playing. Don't we take, why don't we take a break? We'll and take a we'll break. get into this snatcherella. A drink. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> So let's give the rundown of the girls. We got, um, who who haven't we talked about? We got Willow playing Drew Barrymore. Bosco's yeah. giving Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> Hello, RuPaul. <laughs> yeah. The, what is what is the voice choice? Because I'm not getting Gwynny. It's very Raja doing the American Patriotic Challenge. Hello. <laughs> I believe I, in the troops. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when did Drew Barrymore and RuPaul work together? Can we IMDb I that? I don't know, but RuPaul is really convinced that everyone knows what this is. I don't know. They worked together for a whole summer, though. No idea. C- couldn't have been E.T. Um, or was that Ru? Was that Ru? <laughs> you better stop. You better Raven versus Dove and the little circle pictures next to their names is like an actual Raven bird and a Dove bird, which I thought was really cute. Can we please talk about what Delta Work posted on the internet, please? Uh-huh. Because uh-huh. is this Intel? Is this Intel? Uh, she t- it's she tell. <laughs> this is so funny. Uh, the blurb for Snatch Game said Dove Cameron and season three of RuPaul's Drag Race winner Raven. <gasps> Play Snatch yeah. Game. Yet, Raven was on season two. Mm-hmm. And, and she did not win. Did sure. not win. No. So, are they just confused? Somebody's confusing Raja with Raven, obviously. This is why drag names shouldn't be too close together. D- the Deja Daya dilemma. Honestly. Dilemma's going to be on season 15. Ooh, a, a Kelly a Kelly Rowland lip sync? I'm down for that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. So, uh, um, when did they work together? Did you just find a dip? Um, I need to find when this article is from, but RuPaul, Drew Barrymore, Faith Hill, and James Corden to judge new talent competition. Hmm. Oh, maybe they filmed that in the can. Yeah, that was last summer, right? Set to premiere in 2019, the series will feature acts throughout the world. It's a CBS show, but it never aired? I remember them announcing that. Okay. 
Well, that's So that's nice. when they spent the summer working together. That's an all-star cast. I can't believe that didn't like become a Faith thing. Faith Hill. Oh. I, you gotta have Faith Hill. Um, this fist, this fist. <laughs> it's it's inside of me. <laughs> um, what did you think of um, Bosco's choice for this voice? Because it just oh, took me out of it. And it could have been, it could have been something different. I like think she, so. I think in her mind, she sounded exactly like like Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm. I think in her mind. And sometimes a bad impression is just as good as a good one. I mean, you've you've seen my work. Yeah, I um, feel like Gwyneth's voice is, it does have that droll aspect, but it's also like a higher pitch voice that inflects up at the end sometimes, like her and the politician. It for was, sure. It still felt like there was, it didn't feel like it was dragging and Bosco's felt kind of dragging um for sure and Jiria's Tammy voice was wild and weird and not decipherable at all like you couldn't understand what she was saying and but RuPaul it, 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 it worked for the first few times but after that it was just like I felt like RuPaul was like what and then they would cut to Dove or Raven's face being like uh but I mean the the characterization wasn't exactly like Tammy, but it was consistent and it was funny on its own. Like, and yes. even RuPaul was cracking up, couldn't understand what the fuck she was saying, but really thought it was funny. Uh, but there is so much Tammy Brown to draw from. There's like... Tammy Brown is very kooky and very silly, but when she turns, she can be really fucking scary. Like, what, teleport us to Mars. Huh, I'm acting. Huh. She she can be, like, really, like, psychotic, too, which could have been a really fun turn. She could have spoken in Spanish. She could have um, yes. talked about walking children in nature to RuPaul or Michelle's massages tights. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many things that could have been done that you I wish... You don't have that makeup line going down your neck. One of <laughs> your dream girls does. <laughs> uh, do you think Camden as Shakespeare is Joe Black? Because <laughs> think about it. <laughs> think about it. Uh, Joe Black is very Joanna Lumley. Yeah. In in his like delivery of phrases. Think about it. Think do a side by side for us. I I feel like Joanna Lumley would have been way more successful, just because there's there's so much abstract sure. knowledge that RuPaul probably has. Yeah, that I think Lady Camden made a choice that was riskier with this Shakespeare and would have given her more leeway and stuff. There's something that I feel like the girls are so scared of this challenge that they're not taking big enough swings where they could home run it out of the park. None of these girls are taking this challenge by the balls and running with it other than uh, Deja because like her standing up and doing stuff. All these girls were glued to their seats. They had their, scared. they had their props. They had all their things. I petrified where was like the, you know, I, I wish there was, I wish there were more, I wish there were more risks leading to bigger, you know, show happenings. Yeah. But, do you have a do you have a, a response for the sequel name of E.T.? Yeah, she T. She T. It's the easiest one. And I'm actually I have a DragCon shirt coming out where it says uh She T is my friend and it's me as E.T. Oh, I love that. But Hodacity. I love that. E.T. 2, Secret of the Ooze. <laughs> 
EG2. Uh, Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. (laughs) ET2. ET in space. ET2. Raiders of the Lost Shark. Ooh. Or just ETs, like you know, Alien and Aliens. The sequel or instead is, is of or just Aliens. What about E T E A S E, and then the leg is out through the black curtain, like the Showgirls poster. <laughs> ETs. <laughs> How about that? Um, ETs. What would you have said if RuPaul was talking to you and said, "Oh, but you actually forgot we worked together for a summer." What would your reply have been on the spot? Because I know mine would have been, well, you should have worn a wig. I would have remembered you, girl. <laughs> God. Because RuPaul, not in a wig means nobody's going to watch the show. Uh, that is evidenced by Damn. The, the daytime talk show that had the tryout and did not get picked up. Okay. That is evidenced by the the other thing where she didn't wear a wig and it didn't get picked up. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, this Drew Barrymore show. Um, uh, I would have said, sorry, I used to do a lot of drugs, um, because there's so much of Drew Barrymore that like, like, I think the Drew Barrymore talk show, Drew Barrymore is the absolute boringest milk toast, middle of the road version of her. Yep. She She should have done Poison Ivy, uh, Blood and Roses, Drew Barrymore in the nineties when Drew fresh out of rehab doing like, (sighs) Like she that would have been it. She was crazy. She was also like in Firestarter. Honestly, like, if she had a little pigtail wig to start with, and she was the ET and Firestarter girl, and then yeah. she moved up to Poison Ivy Drew, and then she moved up to Talk Show Drew or like Charlie's Angel Drew, I feel like yeah. Drew would have been a great choice if Willow didn't start at the oldest, boringest Drew. Like, right. give us young, fun Drew and make up some funny, kooky stuff like. Um, I fucked Steven Spielberg for a part or something, you know? Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, totally. I, I feel like there were good choices here, but they weren't, they weren't, um, thought out about how can, how is this going to play out over the course of an hour of answering random RuPaul improvs, you know? Yeah. And who else, that, who else are we missing? Uh, I, I thought, mean, we haven't really covered Ozzy Osbourne, which I thought was serviceable. It was, it wasn't funny though. It was it was mildly amusing was, in the fact that he huh. sounded like him, that she yeah. sounded like him, but I don't think that it was something that anybody would cheer for at a club if she came out and said any of those lines. Because Snatch Game is one of those times where, like, a lot of girls get a catchphrase or establish a character that will be, like, none of... The only thing that, that this had good was Deja as Lil John. Well, and this is one she didn't need to wear a nail. Let's get into theory. So it's perfect. However, can we okay. get into theory? And I want to yes, go down a deep hole with you here. You can edit a lip sync that is kind of, you know, whatever, middle of the road. You can edit I saw it last to, week, look, yeah. to look really exciting. You can edit Snatch Game to be very, very funny. You can also edit Snatch Game to be really not that funny. It it is all about what you cut to. RuPaul was laughing all throughout the whole time. You could have cut to smiles and laughter after some of these jokes and they would have landed better. But do you think there were responses that were really fucking fun? I mean, I I find it hard to believe that someone like Bosco really wasn't funny once in the, the whole like hour long segment. She's a funny ass person. So, like, do you think 
This is me positing a question. Mm -hmm. Do you think they knew they were going to have an episode that was all a lip sync smackdown and they needed a, a challenge where everybody did bad in order to make that happen? And because... Okay, Jasmine Kennedy was fucking, I mean, she self-combusted. But, like, someone like Diabetti, Bosco, like, they were serviceable. Even Alana Glazer. I don't, well, I don't know. I think that they definitely knew that there was going to be a lip sync round robin coming up because just for music clearances alone, you're going to need to get five, six extra songs on the iPod, and the girls would have been like, huh? Why are there so many? Because... Right. I I don't... I, I feel like if it was good... They would have shown us some great moments and or they would have shown them to us in Untucked and they didn't. So I right. I really feel like some of these girls just weren't that funny. And okay. uh, it's and when it's when it when they'd have to try to make it funny in an edit, I think it's easier just to make it look bad and then go with the story flow which they wanted, which is around Robin in the middle of the season. So I I I am in your camp that I'm sure Bosco was funny and I'm sure some of these girls did have um, jokey moments and things. But if it was funny, they would have they would have showed us because their goal is to, you know, make a good TV show. And but they do would you think people are going to talk about a bad snatch game more than a decent snatch game. Well, I just watched Australia's and that snatch game was horrible. Yeah. Australia season one, I guess. Yeah. And people talked about that, but, you know, they talked about it because Art went home and that was the surprise. Right. And he wasn't even the worst one, but, you know, lip sync's a lip sync. Um, Are we taking a break? I was getting ready to, yeah. Because I have more theory I want to get into. Okay, more theory. Please, give us your theory. Let's talk about episode count. Okay. 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 Episode 10. The longest season of Drag Race was last season, correct? Which mm-hmm. had like 16 episodes or 15. Mm-hmm. We're on episode 10 right now. Already? Yes. And okay, because we had the split premiere, two episodes where girls haven't gone home. Do you think they're going to send two home next week or one? Well, there's going to have to be a double elimination happening at some point. You think? That, that mathematically has to happen because we also have the gold chocolate reveal, which is going to save somebody. Well, maybe that'll so, save someone on the double elimination. Okay. Yes, Because I know possible. who gets saved already. Don't. Okay. Oh, my God. Don't tell me. Uh... <laughs> it's a Ryan story. <laughs> <laughs> it's chocolate. <laughs> And there's a reunion and a finale. Mine's nougat. I get it. They want the season to be longer because it's COVID, you're in a bubble, and it's more advertising money, so why not? Do you think this lip sync smackdown was planned? That's the conspiracy I'm getting into because it's not like, oh, and, okay, because the music is all going to be RuPaul music. It's a RuPaulapalooza lip sync smackdown, which she mentioned. So music clearance isn't an issue. Do you as long as you're this, not using supermodel. You can't just happen to decide we're going to scrap a whole episode. Or can you? We're going to scrap a whole challenge and we're going to make them just lip sync. Yes, you, you. they can do whatever they want. And you know that there are, when a season starts, they have an idea of what, challenges they'll use for what episodes based on what people they want to win and what who's left and everything like you know there's not going to be there wasn't many 
design challenges on seasons where the girls couldn't sew. Season right. three had tons of designs because all the girls knew how to do stuff and like yeah. fabrication stuff. So they see how it's breaking down and that's when they figure out what's going to be the next episode. So maybe they always had this in the back of their heads that they were going to do it. Once they saved a couple people, they're like, we'll get rid of someone down the line, you know, with this lip sync stuff. Palooza. What about a triple elimination? Oh my God, I would die. Why don't we go ahead and take a break? My pussy would fall out on my pants, prolapse on the floor, crawl up my thigh, and go into my mouth, and then I'd have to shit it back to get in the right spot. It would latch onto your face, implant an egg in your stomach, and then leave and die, and then a few days later, it would burst out of your chest. No, a few days later, I'd get the egg seated and germinated. I'd let I'd let the pit crew come in their shoes and then pour it into my pussy, oh and my then God. RuPaul Jr. would be born. Why That's how drag is. Something That's how drag is milking clean. Let's <laughs> take a break. Did not we take a break yet? Or are we back? No, we're gonna take a break. Let's now. take a break. Finally, I have the, whatever. <laughs> To this runway, the yeah. theme is holy couture. And did they mention something about spirit based? It being spirit based, or it's like what what religion you are, or what you worship, what you worship, what spirit, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, these mirror chats—they're not that interesting. Um, the girls are just mad that they didn't do better. Yeah. Everyone's but just dead woman walking. Her name's Diabetti, not do a better. Oh. <clears throat> um, what do you think of Mother RuPaul's ensemble? I loved it the first time she wore this wig. I'm so happy to see it again. Um, Beautiful. That was a compliment. Um, I do notice that she saw Raven wearing all them bracelets on Snatch Game the day before. And then she said, oh, can I borrow those bracelets, girl? I only need one hand because I don't want sound bugging me. She give me has those her bracelets. Give me those bracelets, bitch. Um, and then she has her she hand. Did. She has her she hand. You know how that is when you see a girl wearing something, and then you're like, I'm gonna wear that tomorrow. Oh yeah. <laughs> a big hoop earring, this tweed dress, which is stoned within an inch of its life, with a little. I don't think Honey. it needs the little invisible strap. That's the only part I don't like. But she looks so great. Yeah. Uh absolutely stunning. Those I tapes love are this. pulled today too. Yeah, she looks so easy breezy, but I mean, it's also exquisite because it is so stoned. Uh, She's wearing nails and honey, Mm -hmm. she's showing you the nails. Uh, The hoop earring, she's, this is very like easy breezy casual, but completely gorgeous. I I love this. Salute RuPaul. Yes, deep salute. Um, uh, Michelle Visage is doing a Snatch Game character. She's doing the fortune teller from those arcade game fortune telling machines. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, she she was in Big. She was definitely in Big. (laughs) I choose my own destiny. No thanks. Um, okay. She has on so much blue eyeshadow. I love it. She looks, yeah, it's, it's. it's, Dove uh, Cameron is wearing just a a purple extravagance. I think it's Valentino, Um, actually. 
The belt it. is. And I love her ponytails dipped oh, in color. tight. Um, so let's get into this runway. Holy couture. Holy yeah. couture, Batman. The first girl out to hit the stage is doing... Is wearing clothes. Thank you. Deja Sky. Okay. It's giving me Chad Michaels as Florence and the Machine yeah, as that as Deja Sky. It, it works. It's um, it's. I at least get the reference, and it works for the runway theme. However, this hair the the hair quality is. This is this is. Actually, I mean, Party City has better wigs. This is like Target at Halloween when you, buy, when you buy the aerial wig. Like, it literally is. Yeah. The, at that point, borrow a, borrow a red wig from one of these girls. Yeah, I'm, I'm not feeling this hair choice so much. But the outfit is um, biblical, at least, in nature. It is. I get the reference. Um, and it's just like... It's just I I wish for better hair for her in this moment, especially since she's gonna fucking win. So you want to look fucking Snatcherella? Yeah. Um. Jasmine Kennedy comes out, and it's clear that she worships the skies and the astrological things. She has the moon this, and the stars and the this and the that. <laughs> stars and the moons and the planet to guide you. Yeah. Um. She has. She Solstice says that parties. <laughs> she says that her dress is um. There's a sun and a half a moon emblem, but like, mm-hmm. I didn't really get that that was that until she explained it. And then she rips it off and she's in a galaxy dress. And she's she mentions Iris Van Herpen. Yeah. And I saw some people online saying, and this tweet had like 2,500 retweets. Like, uh, you need to keep Iris Van Herpen's name out of your mouth after <laughs> what... After what Denali tried to say was Iris Van Herpen and then Jasmine now. I think the most successful Iris Van Herpen imitation was Bimini or Gottmik, but this this doesn't feel Iris Van Herpen to me. Well, it's inspired. Or however you say her name. It's it, inspired by I Iris I think, Van Herpes. I well because <laughs> it's catching you know, on. But you not not anywhere here. Um I thought she looks overall pretty. though, I really like the uh the reveal of a gown into then something that springs out and is voluminous her makeup was really cool and different the headpiece is wild i think I, overall she looked really cool i was surprised that she ripped the gown off because i if i was jasmine would have thought i was lip syncing and i would have saved that reveal for the lip sync because mm. it was going to be hard enough for her to lip sync mm-hmm. anyway with that thing on her head yeah so i don't I, I don't get the choices that she made on the runway, but I also don't get the choices she made on, on the main challenge. Sure. Um, uh, let's see. Next, Angeria. we have Angeria. Oof. See, this is Holy Couture. She's coming out as a church lady. She's giving church. Yes. She's giving the spirit. She's got spirit dance. Um, this, the hat, I, the fan. Yeah. This, I think, is what, you know, I mean, this is something they were wanting for this for this runway challenge. Sometimes overthinking the runway challenge is a detriment. And she just went for it. She said, okay, I think holy, I think church, I think church woman. And she delivers it top to toe. Perfect. Love it. Um, Willow Giving Pil- us Mary Cosby from Salt Lake City Housewives. 
<laughs> she is a god. Um, <laughs> Willow Pill is saying in her backstory that she worships mushrooms and yes. fungus for all their healing properties that they they've helped her through with her um, chronic illnesses and like just showing her stuff. And I I agree, mushrooms show you what you need to see when you take them, type of thing. Um, yeah. I don't. I always cry on mushrooms. Do you? Oh yeah, but then I have a great time. I just have nice. to like get the crying out of the way. Cool. I feel like this could have worked if the mushroom had holes in it or if she had like it w- the holy part of it. Mm. But also the the fact that Willow is so smart and she might be thinking, oh, these this bloody mushroom might be invoking stigmata, which in their heads could be, you know, holy couture or like, I, I don't know what she was thinking with this, but I feel like none of the girls really got read for not staying with the theme because so many of them deviated from what we thought the theme would be well willow justifies it as she doesn't follow like a a religion but she has found spiritual awakening because of psychedelic mushrooms so that's why she did fungus as her i get that but because the only religions are not you know christianity and you know they aren't just the people having to Having to explain your choices for why you're wearing something on the runway is one of those things that is bad. Be able to get it from the get. I agree. Is it what I would have done? No. But does she look really cool? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Very cool. Also, Um, was it clockable that it was a mushroom from the jump? Because all the judges made fungus jokes. So were they briefed ahead of time? (laughs) Yes. Maybe Most fucking definitely. <laughs> they were all like, "Oh yeah, mushroom for sure." <laughs> I mean, I wish the wig could have been like a mushroom, like cap, like truffle shuffle shape, you know. Right. But even more so, it was yeah. It does read mushroom. Mm, I could but, really go uh, for a mushroom pizza right now. <laughs> it it also gives like Jimbo's talent show about a baby. <laughs> but why Here's does everything need to be compared to something else? Never mind. I'll shut up. <laughs> I won't be that girl. Okay. Uh, next up is, here's a list of soups that you can choose from. Uh, something, 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 cream of mushroom. That's Jackie <laughs> Pete's song. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that, Super um, salad. Salad. Super salad. That is a great song. So <laughs> I hope that's in the lip sync rumble next week. Super salad. The rah, rah, the rah, rah, bitch. Okay. Diabetti. Say something nice first. I love this hair. Love the makeup. Love the idea of it. She should have been corseted way more for filth, and that hemline should have been lower, and the black tights. No. Just the... It's It's great from the waist up. The waist up, I'm here for it. Yeah, I love all the little crosses, the crossies um, attached to her bodice. I think that's really cool. But... It's a, you know, it's sort of a screen recreation of a Lady Gaga at the very end of the Judas video. Uh, The pleaser kind of took me out of the world, even if that is what Lady Gaga was wearing on that day. Because I know Lady Gaga loves to please. She she aims to please in a pleaser. Mm -hmm. But the, I just feel like the, the, yeah. It could I've have said been dragified. 
Yes. Rather than an exact screen replication of something from 10 years ago, it could have been a little bit more draggy, draggied out. Like crosses on the end of the nails or like really cinturellaed. And if she, even, even if she wasn't cinched more, if she put like something under the hips to give it more of a like gown gown. Drag it out. Yeah, it just wasn't, it was, there were elements of it which were very dragging over the top, but it just wasn't in the right spots, I think. Yeah. Um, but the fall was beautiful. Like, yes, she fell, but she fell fierce. Yeah, it was an, it was advantageous to her to her performance to fall there. Yeah. Or maybe she saw what Camden did and she's like, <laughs> she stands up and she's Freddie Mercury. It's it, but you see she's the teeter in the, Calderon. You see the teeter in the top for sure. Mm-hmm. And and that ankle said no 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 we're going we've, down. We've all been there. Those fucking eight inches are fucking murder. But she looks better when she's on the ground because her feet aren't showing. <laughs> right, we don't she see the looks outline. great when she's down there. And it's kind of like, sorry, we keep going on about this. It's kind of like Madonna. I mean, Madonna fell by mistake in the wedding dress performance, and then it became one of the most iconic things. So I don't know, maybe you know, maybe Madonna's spirit was alive and well. We love anytime Gaga is invoked, but um, yes. Georgia. Oh, our little green queen, so pretty. She worships weed. Yes. Um, and my friend Dan, Handyman Dan, made this, uh, made this. Pre-roll for her. No way. Yeah. It's a beautiful pre-roll. And if it's not green, I'm not interested. Oh, (laughs) boy. Georgia's looks beautiful. She has purple hair, a little Pope hat. See, this is giving me like holy smokes, you know, like it's giving me holy Holy couture. It's it's got religious element. It's got couture element. It's it's giving it to me. Yeah, it's giving it to me. She's presentation wise. She's giving religion. She looks so good. The doors that Laganja Estranja has opened. She looks gorgeous. And like you said, she takes it papal with the hat. She takes it to Pope Town. But mm-hmm. she's also saying she's doing a twist on typical religion. Uh, top marks for this look for Georgia's. Yeah. Lady Comden. Girl, did... It, do you think that she didn't like her holy couture look? And so she said, I'm going to pull out a look I really do like, which is a fucking another Spice Girls look. I feel like holy couture is a great um, is a great thing to say. But on paper, maybe it was something else. Like maybe it was something that you worship or. Yeah, because enough of these girls have have different like ideas of this runway that it makes me feel like the directive may not have been as clear as it should have been. I agree. I'm going to text these girls actually. That happens from time to time because this is a perplexing choice. They're like, yes, okay, I know you love the Spice Girls, but that's a hard sell when you have to explain that on the runway. But she looks really cool. Uh, Lady Camden always likes to go, I feel like her like... Her natural vibe is very like um, rave at Burning Man, like stacker boots and fucking light up hair and like that sort of thing. Like, I think she just lives there. I agree. This is very her. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful piece. I think she looks great. Um, It makes no sense with the. (laughs) Boskov. Boskov's. Mm. Uh, 
Is she? She's the body girl. Oh, yet again, relying on that body. Huh. Yeah. Um. These this is kind girls. of. I feel like she's worn this already on the runway. Well, it's she, been close. She wore a black thong last week for sure. She's worn a black thong. I feel like she wore it in the mini challenge when she did the Aquaria look. She's definitely. Yeah. She, I'm hoping she's hand washing her delicates. Because um, <laughs> these are repeats. I think she looks great. I'm here for it. This is holy couture. The yeah. giving, giving like the satyr foot. Um, love show, that shoe. Little devil moment. I, really I love cool. what she did with it. I love the idea. I love how her mind works. She looks great. It fits the prompt. She went from a nun to a, you know, to a slut, which is a timeless classic. Like we are all here for it. And she looks fierce. The details are great. She looks sexy. She looks gorgeous. Um uh and she says this is the first habit reveal on Drag Race, <laughs> which if you think Pheromone could have had the first habit reveal, but she decided not to tear it away. Oh. Uh, so very, very close. What would you have done for Holy Couture? For Holy Couture, um, I feel like I would have done something. I, I would have tried to work out something in my head. When Holy Couture said to me, the first thing I go to is definitely like, a confessional booth, altar boy, mm. glory hole, blowjobs, priests, um, that type of thing. I don't know how yes. I would have incorporated all of that. Maybe with like um, a, a fake kneeler thing. Glory hole confession booth. Or like body of Christ with the wine and the blood, spring break, mm. at, spring break mm-hmm. at the Vatican, something like that. Ooh, so, yeah. Something very like blowjobby. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Because that's what I think when I think of priests, getting their knobs slobbed. Right. What would you have done? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Something full of holes. I thought of that too. I was waiting for a girl to come out in literally holes. I really thought that that was going to happen. Or um, just naked and then co and then tour written on the back of each of their legs. <laughs> Holy Something in the milk gave clean. <laughs> um, okay, so we've done these runways. Now the girls are getting to the part where they're being told what's what, honey. Investigation. And, yeah, Michelle Visage is launching an investigation on what happened with Snatch Game. She's and the Nancy Drew of drag. She is. Um, get down to the truth. This investigation um, is, is pertinent for Michelle because she thinks that the thing should have been a whole lot better because she does believe in these girls and she thinks some of them are funny. But um, we also do some investigations. Wait, I saw a note up above. Sorry. No worries. Mm -hmm. About, there's discourse online about uh, eradicating Snatch Game? Really? I've seen a lot of people like, it's over, it's never been good, no one can do this right, let's just do a different challenge. They're wrong. People can do it right, and people have made it hilarious for years. It's just yeah. You, you need to you need to start. You need there to start casting to people in their thirties. Right. There Literally, we just said the same. People. Like these kids in their twenties don't have the game show. Um, they didn't grow up with Whammy or Password, watching it with their great aunts. You know, like, and these queens, I don't think have the references for how these game shows should be working with, like, you know. 
banter and Betty Whiteisms and like you know the Charles Nelson Riley of it all. None of them yeah. had that at all. I mean, Deja Sky did, but it was for because she took control of it and she took it by the horns. Yeah. And my only advice to children uh, trying to get on Drag Race, fuck a sewing class. Take a fucking improv class. Because it really, that will do you well, not only in Snatch Game, but in every challenge, is being able to yes and, and, and add to whatever RuPaul is throwing at you or whatever anyone throws at you is going to benefit you in every aspect of this fucking show. In life, in general. Yes. Um, um, improv is hard, but like learning the basics of it could really benefit you. But yes, Michelle gets into an investigation and speaking of, of investigations. investigations. Did you know about the new bonus episode that came out this week exclusively on Mom Plus? Mm-hmm. Michelle ain't the only one doing some investigations, bitch. Oh, Kerr. Yeah. We have a very special feature known as the Assistant, Assistant Files. Files. A special podcast hosted by us, us, where we dive deep into the backstage world of famous drag queens, and we get all the dirt directly from the people who witness it all, the people who take the brunt of the blame, the assistants. Mm-hmm. Go straight to the source. These cunts give the brunt, and we talk about it all some names have been changed to protect the identities of the fugly, but um, Very if you, 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. If you sign up for Maury Safer at Mom Plus, no, if you sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus mm-hmm. in order to get access to our podcast, you will hear all about the queens behaving badly. Yes. It's juicy. It is. And Girl it is Perry called The Assistant, the Assistant Files. Files. Check it out. I got a text as soon as our episode went out and the little tidbit teasing it with the story from Bleep Lena. Um, the, yeah. the, the Perry Meek was like, who is that? And I was oh, like, well, everyone, girl. <laughs> everyone wants to know. Everybody wants to know. Everybody wants and to know. And if you have my number, you can text me and I'll tell you. Or you can meet us at uh, Race Chaser Live Show in the meet and greet and maybe I'll whisper it in your ear. Whispers in the willow. We've done enough investigation this episode. We talked about all of these critiques. Can we please say, can we please talk about Angeria at least for one moment? Because Dove yes. gives the class, Dove Cameron gives the classic Willem after she wasn't feeling the show. You look like you were having fun. <laughs> she literally says that to the girl. Did you have fun out there? Yeah. But it is important. <laughs> and if you want a really good rundown of how to do Snatch Game well, go check out Bob the Drag Queen on Instagram, who did like a very succinct rundown of all the things you need to just succeed at Snatch Game. What if we do this year's Snatch Game with all the questions that RuPaul answered as original characters and show these girls how to do it? I'll do them as these characters. Oh. I'll do them as horrible character choices. And still win. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, so the winner is Deja Sky, who wins $5,000. And then RuPaul says that the episode is called Who Killed the Snatch Game? Yes, very that. Which is hilarious because, like, the bottom seven? I don't know if we've ever, well, have we ever had a bottom seven? 
There was that plastic tiara moment where everybody lip synced. I don't remember how many individuals I think it was. It was. Six. Oh, okay. I don't think it was seven. Well, honey, bigger, 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 better, louder, faster, funnier. They're just they're amping it up because we know that there will be a Daya versus Jasmine lip sync at some point because the way they are making these two enemies in the edit, Daya is the only one given a clip to talk about the bottom seven. And she says, I'm just as bad as Jasmine this week. <laughs> she's so funny. She's, she's so <laughs> moated about it. Blocked. Uh, <laughs> RuPaul announces there will be a lip sync Lala Perusa to see who will go yes. home. And Deja, she's got immunity, so she can just watch. I hope they give her a nice chair. I hope she's just like... <laughs> He just gets to perch and watch. A little, a little tuffet to perch upon. Um, uh, yeah, I can't wait to see how this turns out. I don't know. Triple elimination could happen this season, y'all. I really do. They are always going for the next big thing, the thing that's never been done. Could you see three divas being? I mean, I yeah. Know. I, I can see. I, I know. I'm just I know. At least three of these girls are not going to win. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I could tell you which ones right now, but and I don't know who wins. But just off of watching it as a viewer, you can tell which girls are not going to win. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> wait to see how this turns out. Oh yeah, honey, shit done got heavy. Which uh, is a RuPaul getting, quote. Getting, 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 getting heavy. heavy. Uh, so we're done with this episode, I guess. Have you ever heard of this thing called Untucked, though? What's that? <laughs> you've, you've never gotten Untucked. Then they still owe ever... me money for my Untucks, okay? Do you... Once they pay, then I'll play. You... <laughs> they still Can owe you... us our coin. Don't they have those little, um, you know they have like those penis lock devices? That are very, yeah. like, all the rage right now. Yeah, I know yeah. about them. Could you, like, could you tuck while using one of the... Would it be helpful or would it be a hindrance? No, that would be bulky. Hindrance. That would be, like, a giant plexiglass clip with a lock on it. What about that one that turns it into... That, like, pushes it inside you and puts it, like, as a little point? Have you seen these? I haven't seen that one, no. I've just seen the lock one that... um Devin Trez was some fucking some guy, the, the lock jock on Twitter or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He gets fucked by all the people I want to get fucked by. So like I oh, watch I his that. stuff. Yeah. Now I did watch Untucked. I'll give you a little rundown of the standout moments. Tell me. Um, First of all, they were all joking like, wouldn't it be crazy if we were all in the bottom? <laughs> that would be so funny. Maybe uh, that's that, what gave RuPaul the idea. Right. That is what happened. They kept, Bosco kept referring to the rules and there is a little meeting before every challenge where you're given the challenge rules. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's what she's referring to, but she's like, Steve from challenge is going to talk to y'all. Right. But she's like, maybe the rules don't matter that much as long as you're really funny in the snatch game, which is yes, absolutely true. I, I felt like everyone was very tentative and like afraid to talk over one another. So maybe part of the rules was like, don't interrupt other queens. RuPaul hates that. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's all speculation. Um, George, Georges is about to give up. She's like, I'm just fucking tired. Um, and then she gets a phone call from her family featuring her hot gay brother. 
<laughs> that everyone um. wants to fuck. Um, and then Dove Cameron comes in for a visit and she says being delusional is great. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a lot. George's um, hot brother is hot gay brother is really the standout. Maybe he'll be episode. on next season. And she sobbed, and her makeup did not move at all. Girl, like way, like Keening sobbed, and then she like looked up, and she was gorgeous. Ding. He said, "Hello, Dis. <laughs> Hello, Dis. Well, I well, can't wait to see Dis. more. Of, I can't wait to see more of her next week. Yes. Um, and we thank you so much for joining us for Race Chaser, Chaser. this week. I'm um, Willem. And I'm Alaska. And we would love for you to write a review of our podcast on your podcast app. And don't forget to subscribe and take a moment to leave us a rating, too. That's right. And don't forget to sign up for Mom Plus at, at mompodcasts.plus. Get into it. We got all of our mom shows ad-free plus mm-hmm. exclusive bonus episodes. That's right. And this week, our Hot Goss episode will be available as a video episode. Oh. Exclusively for the Mom Plus subscribers. So definitely check that out. And you can follow the dolls on Instagram and Twitter at Willem at the Only Alaska 5000. And our Race Chaser account is at Race Chaser Pod. And our Mom Podcasts account is at Mom Podcasts. Additional bonus content is available for the time being at patreon.com slash Willem. And you can search for that content by searching Race Chaser and the little searchy thing and then just hit enter. That's right. And email us anytime, racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. And we'll see you all next week for more discussion, dissection, and dissemination. (sighs) Yeah, yeah. Okay! Race Chaser Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for an entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respected trademark and or copyright holders. Forever! Dog! Race Chaser with Alaskan Willem is a forever dog podcast hosted by Alaska Thunderfucking Willem. Produced by Big Dipper. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck.